0: What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dream a Little. I'm your host, Lo. For those of you who don't know me, I'm an introvert in my everyday life, so when it comes to things like going to ABDL events, munches, or house parties, I really don't have any experience with that. I've only met up with a handful of ABDLs in real life, so... That's why I was really excited to have Matt on the show. He's super active in the ABDL community. He hosts and attends munches, and he's been to five ABDL conventions. So today he's going to be sharing his best tips on how to find these events, what to expect when you get there, and we're going to be talking about some of the rules and boundaries. If you like this episode and you want to reach out to Matt or join one of his munches, you can find his contact info in the show notes of this episode at thelittlelounge.com/slash. 155. On that same page you'll find a video of my latest nurturing mommy role play. If you need a little bit of help getting in a little space or you want to experience what it's like to have me as a mommy, be sure to check it out. Again that's the slash 155 This is part one of two um, so stay tuned for part two coming out next week. All right I won't make you wait any longer. let's get started. What's up Matt? Welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thank you so much for having me, Lo. I am so excited to be here.
0: It's my pleasure, really. I'm excited to get to know you a little bit better.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm ready to to talk and, and see, see where this all goes. It's my first time being on a podcast, so Exciting.
0: I am excited. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> so what do you identify as in the ABDL
1: community? In the community, I am an ABDL daddy switch.
0: Okay, that's a mouthful.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I've, I've kind of got it perfected. I've been saying it so long to so many people. So, <laughs> Okay,
0: cool. So when you say you're a daddy switch, does that mean you predominantly are more of a daddy, but you have some switch tendencies?
1: No, it's uh, funny, funny enough, I, I identify as 50-50. Okay. So I feel like I am equally ABDL and daddy you know, uh, just, just right down the middle. And, you know, I've, I've had many people ask me that question over the years and it's, it's, I, I honestly just feel equally both. Like I've had people go, Oh, are you more daddy, more little? And it's like there, for me, there is no more one than the other. It's, 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 I feel both equally.
0: That's great. That's really interesting. Usually people swing more towards the other side, but that's really cool.
1: Yeah. I've, I've, I've seen that too. So yeah.
0: Yeah. How old were you when you realized that you were into ABDL?
1: Legally 18, but I had this weird fascination with, with diapers since I was about four years old and, and it just kind of grew into, you know, preteen puberty years of, of that. (laughs) And, and, and it honestly um, from, from there, I mean, I'm, I'm 35. So I mean, I when I got the internet, I was probably 11 or 12 years old when we first got it in our in our house. And it really opened my eyes to the fact I wasn't alone. So it just kind of progressed over time through teenage years into young adulthood at 18. Freshly 18, I started meeting other ABDLs going to munches and even events out of town. My first out-of-town event, I was 18 years old. So
0: You jumped right into it.
1: (laughs) Yes, yes. Head first.
0: Wow. Okay. So I have a couple questions. What was your first exposure online when you were like 11 or 12? Like, Do you remember what you saw or was it like a specific website or something on the internet? Oh,
1: I definitely remember. I typed in the words diaper fetish. Didn't even know what the word fetish meant. (laughs) Um, Being that young, it's just like, I I just knew I knew the word. And so I typed in the word diaper fetish and a website called diaperfetish.com came up and it was just a website full of links. So I start going to these links and it's picture pages, story pages. And, and so going to those websites, that, that was my first exposure, looking at pictures, of ABDLs, reading stories centered around ABDLs, and then eventually, within a very very short period of time, going starting going into chat rooms. Probably when I was about thirteen or fourteen.
0: I know some people have like mixed feelings about when they first witness like that there are other people into ABDL. How did it make you feel to learn that like you weren't the only one?
1: <laughs> it, it it shocked me because. I vividly remember laying in bed as nine or 10 year old before I even had searched what ABDL was. And I'd lay in bed and I'd go, maybe there's some other kid halfway around the world that is just like me and has this weird fascination with diapers. And and I was just like, yeah, he's got to, you know, it's got to be like one other kid in China. It's just like <laughs> me. That, that I, I vividly remember that. And whenever I first got up, well, pro, sometime around that time, I also saw talk shows with ABDLs. And I started going, am I like them? Is that, <laughs> that why I like this? And then getting online and and starting to meet other people and realizing, okay, not everyone are these crazy talk show people. You know there there are very well balanced people in this community, and 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 so it really kind of helped to open my eyes, especially whenever I turned eighteen and, and was able to really start meeting people in in real world scenarios.
0: Right. It sounds like you were really excited to get into the real life community of ABGL. I,
1: I was. I was extremely excited because. You know, I remember laying in my room at 17 years old, um, buying my first, like, real adult diapers and sneaking them in the house and, and wearing one. And I remember after taking it off and I was crying and, and slapping myself in the face going, what is wrong with you? Really? A- yeah. Yeah. I felt so ashamed. And just in that short period of time from 17 to 18, whenever I actually got to meet people in real life, and and know that there were really really great people in this community that I could connect with and, and form friendships with, it really showed me that it's something that I I shouldn't be ashamed of and that I should embrace, and and that's what I did, you know. At 18, the the people that were hosting the munch. The munch that I went to decided that they didn't want to host them anymore, and they stopped. Well, I started them right back up at 18 years old. Wow. And the first event I went to was in Orlando, and it was several states away from me. I mean, I had to get on a plane and fly there. Wow. I met over 100 people, and this was over 15 years ago. Wow. So... I, I, I dove in head first, so
0: <laughs> did you go alone to your first event?
1: Um I actually I went with a friend that I met at the Munches, I actually met on a chat room, and then whenever I turned 18, we met in real life. It was me and him and his roommate, and they're the ones that got me to go to the first munches, and him and I went to that event in Orlando together.
0: What was your first munch like and how did they find out about it were they already attending munches on the regular or something
1: yeah they were already attending regularly they were if I'm not mistaken the munch had a email newsletter type thing e- newsletter type thing that went out and and so that's how everyone stayed connected for for their munches and it was just everybody started meeting I'm sure it's locally started on a website like dpf or chat rooms and and kind of grew from there and and so that's how they knew about it was through the newsletter type stuff and then i'm sorry what was the other question what other part to that question
0: i know that some people will meet in like public spaces was that the kind of munch that it was
1: it was it was at a restaurant and and and, um, oh, you asked me how I felt uh, about attending my first munch. Yeah. And, you know, I was very, I wasn't as nervous as I would have been had I never met anyone in person before. But a few weeks prior, the, the, the two guys who were roommates that I went and went to the munch with, they actually picked me up um, and we went out to breakfast and it was very chill, very casual, and they just kind of eased me into it. Because I feel like if I would have just gone head first, like some people that I, I see at the munches that I host now, I would have been scared out of my mind. And and this, I was I was nervous, and I had the the butterflies going on in my stomach. But overall, I was I was a lot calmer than I would have been. Had I, that been my first in-person experience with other people.
0: That makes sense. Was it kind of surreal actually meeting up with these two guys at first and sitting across from someone who's also an ABDL in real life and being able to kind of talk about that stuff openly? Oh,
1: most definitely. So I was, I was so scared at the time I was 18, didn't have a car and so i had them i said you know i don't want these guys to know where i live i don't know them yeah. you know um so i had them pick me up in a fast food parking lot <laughs> and then on the way they said oh yeah by the way we're going to pick up another abdl friend at his house he's going to go eat with us and so it's me at 18 years old and three 20 something year old abdls and it was surreal to say the least you know it's like wow there's people in my own backyard that that are into this too and they're just like well you haven't seen the half of it like there's so many people in our area and it was it was funny um so we went we ate we hung out and when they were driving me back home i got a little bit more comfortable and i said okay well you can drop me at the start of my neighborhood instead of all the way back <laughs> like I'll I'll, I'll I'll be that comfortable it's five blocks away so and and the funny thing is they said hey um you in in the back seat where you're sitting you see that duffel bag and i was like yeah and they're like unzip it real quick they're like i brought you some stuff
0: what was and it
1: you brought me diapers oh yeah yeah and they're like we know that you don't have like really good quality diapers and you know blah blah so we brought these special for you and that made me feel really really good and and one of one of those guys I am still friends with to this day so yeah
0: that's cool that's really cool so So. how long did those munches go on before whoever was running them decided to they didn't want to run them anymore
1: well they had been running them for a couple of years before I started and then whenever I started it was literally one or two munches and then they decided to stop and I picked them right back up.
0: Uh, so, what goes into hosting a munch?
1: Oh. So f- for me it's it's actually getting the word out and promoting the munches and letting people know that they exist on, you know, platforms whether it be social media or, you know, different ABDL websites or kink websites and it's making also having that hospitable nature to yourself to where you can make people feel welcome it's also you're having to take into account everyone in at the munches their comfort and you have to keep your eyes peeled for for anyone that's breaking rules or skirting boundaries or or outright you know just ignoring people's boundaries and you have to you know be able to to speak up and and be assertive and but not in such a way that you're accusatory or or rude and so you've you've really got to kind of kind of tiptoe around certain things and, and kind of be a be be an authoritative figure as well and then, you know, on, on top of all that, you've got to book the room or the restaurant, where, wherever it is. And for me, I set up, tried to set up a theme for most munches. So like Christmas, we did a a white elephant gift exchange. I bring colors and crowns, markers, um, coloring pages sometimes. Valentine's, we did different personalized Valentines and candy giveaways and stuff like that. Just just little cute things that are little, but to the outsider, they wouldn't think twice about it.
0: Right. You're not doing like public diaper changes or anything. Just like low-key things. Yeah,
1: we are extremely discreet and and you know I've I've put together a whole list of rules for for people to obide by and also to um just keep take into account you know comfort and and respect of not just people in our group but other patrons where we decide to meet up at and the staff for of of said establishment you know it's 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 a lot of of thought that has to go into something like that and and also if we have a private room, we can be more vocal about our conversations. And and if we don't have a private room, then we have to kind of keep it hush hush a little bit and, and keep our eyes peeled for for who's around us.
0: And probably talking, you know, kind of acronyms and things exactly. like that. Yes. Most yes. people would not know. <laughs> for, sure.
1: for sure. Exactly. Yeah.
0: So when you book these public places, say like a restaurant or something, I'm assuming the staff has no idea.
1: None whatsoever. Okay,
0: that's that's cool.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, that's part of the rules too. Um, on on the, the event pages that I post is don't ask the staff for the where the munches because they're not going to have any idea what you're talking about. Yeah,
0: they're going to be like, what?
1: I say, I say, like if if you're lost, then we typically have a box of crowns and markers sitting on the table, so you can identify. And if you're still lost, just come to a big table full of people and and ask if we're the munch group. But I also post on our event page when, when I get there, if if we're not in a private room, exactly where we're going to be set up, what I'm wearing so people can identify me. But I've also had to go as far as, as people messaging me while the munch is going on going, I'm too scared to come into the room. Can, can you come out here? Wow. Really? Yeah. And so that's why I keep my phone on just and and check on you know like fet life and and make sure and reddit as well just to make sure that you know if somebody is messaging then i can be there and know that hey the munch is going on but somebody has a question or whatever and and so i've had three or four different times where i've gone out and met with a person or a couple and brought them into the room and and introduced them to everyone and said, you know, before I brought them in the room, everything, you know, it's fine. We all had our first munch and, and it's nothing to be scared of. I understand, but it's going to be fine. And, 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 uh, you're going to get over this, this fear of walking into this room very quickly because I'm just going to take you in there. Yeah.
0: So. <laughs> Wow, it sounds like as a host you wear a lot of hats. You're a planner, you've got to be a good host, you're a good communicator, you're helping put people at ease. I mean, it sounds like a lot goes into it.
1: It 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 does, but for me it feels like I'm doing nothing. It I mean, I have I've had so many people message me after the munches and thank you so much for what you're doing for the community and you know, can I buy your lunch next time? and, and things like that. And, and it doesn't feel like any type of work for me. It it feels so easy and it's just something that I love to do to, to give back, you know, and bring, bring people together in the community.
0: Did you have any idea that you were going to love it this much?
1: No, <laughs> looking, from it, I mean, I mean, looking back and, and, and in hindsight I'm like, oh yeah, probably. Just because I, I had such a, a fascination and, and you know, I, I, just a love for, for diapers. And and but but, you know, at the time, you know, going through everything, no, not not in the least. I mean I mean hosting events has always been even in my vanilla life has always been something that I, I like to do. But I would have never thought that I would be so into bringing people together for no monetary gain whatsoever.
0: Right. Yeah, it sounds like you're just super passionate about it.
1: I, I am indeed. I, I love it. and and I've made I've made some of my best friends through this community.
0: That's amazing. All right, guys, I really hope you're enjoying this episode. If you like what you heard so far, be sure to stay tuned for next week for part two. I'll see you then.